welcome to the Ask the Commission podcast, week 20. I'm Isaiah. I'm Mark. And Dan's resting. Get well soon. Okay, so we're going to talk about first. All right, now, how old is Tom Brady right now? 45? Right now, he is 45 years old. Okay. Do you think somebody is going to that i i think we both think he's going to play again next year right yes but where so there are several options Uh, i think vegas has odds on where they think he's gonna end up um i think an obvious choice would be vegas the relationship with mcdaniels they have a stud wide receiver they have a stud running back. Um, you know, one of the things, one of the major things missing from Vegas is a quarterback. Um, and they think second on the list, which I think is ridiculous, is the Dolphins at, um, you know, getting him to sign. Uh, I think that probably depend on Tua's health. And then third is the 49ers, you know, going back home. Like with Trey Lance, Garoppolo, like they have and Brock Purdy. Yeah, they have few quarterbacks already there. Um, they're pretty set. I don't know why they would bring in Brady at this point. And then well, so- fourth on the fourth on the their list, that I think is ridiculous, is the Patriots. Okay. Maybe if he signs a one-day contract and then retires a Patriot, but there's no way the Patriots are signing him to come back here at the age of 45 at all, except to maybe be a backup for league minimum. Well, it just seems, okay. So the thing about it is, and I don't know. um, I know people argue a lot as far as Brady and whether or not um, he's finally starting to lose the father time. The only thing I know is, He's had a lot of good years, and this year wasn't one of them. And it doesn't look like he's just all of a sudden going to have a great year next year. I think people lose sight of the fact that it's like Byron Leftwich got fired, but it's not like they were calling in, they were running a different offense from when they were successful. I, I think the biggest uh, difference with Tampa this year is – their offensive line, um, I think before the season even started, they lost several guys early. They did. Um, they did. You know, they lost uh, Stingy. They lost him in April, you know, injured reserve. Uh, they lost Josh Wells in December. Um, they've, you know, have they've pretty much their whole offensive line is listed as questionable. Um. You know, and the big thing with Brady, he gets the ball out, but, you know, if if he has no time to throw, then his receivers don't have time to get open. They don't have time to develop their routes. Yeah. You know, so they they haven't even taken a break yet in, you know, wherever they're going. And he's, you know, under pressure, guys in his face. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. When if he's had time, you know, he's been able to dial things up, you know, when he's wanted to. But it's been very sporadic. Uh, it's, I mean, in the right situation, give him a good offensive line 
and a couple of offensive weapons. Like if he goes to Vegas, you know, with uh, Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams, you know, get a couple other journey. and Waller and Renfro. Yeah. They, I think, um, I think he would look good in Vegas. But I also, I mean, I think he would find it in Vegas. But I also think if you're a team, you kind of have to know your team is is right there if you're going to bring him in. And I think any teams that are right there have quarterbacks. That's why they're right there. What about Tennessee? You know, if they realize that Tannehill really isn't, he's going to be okay. He's going to get you two touchdowns and an interception. You know, he's not going to necessarily lose you the game, but he's not winning you the game either. No, I think I think Tennessee would have been great when he left the Pats. Yeah. When Derrick Henry was a few years younger and they still had A.J. Brown, right? Yeah. Because they had, uh, you know, so I think, um, I mean, I think now Tennessee's, I think Tennessee's decent, but I think, th- I think he'll run into the same trouble that other quarterbacks are running into. You go to a new team, you have to learn their system Meanwhile, all the other teams in the division have already been playing together for a while. Oddly enough, if he's going to come back, he might as well go back to Tampa. So I don't – Brady doesn't – go at this point, he's not going to go someplace to learn the offense. He's going someplace, and they're going to learn his offense. That's fair. He's going to be the coordinator. So, you know, going – you know, working with – uh, Kyle Shanahan or working with McDaniels, you know, I can see them figuring stuff out very quickly and being successful. Um, you know, I don't see the Niners needing him. Well, you know, it's, no, no. Well, I don't think the, I mean, the Niners, I'm looking at the Niners and it's just like, you have Mr. Rebelevant, a few um, playing great. You won a bunch of games with him. It stands to reason that a year removed from this uh from being a rookie he's going to be even better oddly enough one team i haven't heard thrown out there for brady which to me is probably the best thing he could go to and immediately make a difference and they'd be awesome and it just seems like he would never go there the jets the jets are built they have a super young defense they can stop anybody. They have two young stud receivers, a stud running back. It seems like a no-brainer. Go to the super youngest team. You're the old, you're the old dude, oldest dude there. And you don't have to do much because you're not going to be in a lot of shootouts. But it's like if he goes to Vegas, the idea of trying to beat Herbert and Mahomes twice just not even counting my Broncos, just to get into the playoffs, it's a terrible idea. But you go to the Jets? Oh, yeah. All so you got to worry Jets, about is Josh Allen. The Jets are seventh on Vegas's list. They give it a 10% chance, right behind an 11% chance of retirement. So Vegas thinks that Brady <laughs> would rather quit than play for the Jets. 
but yeah, I mean, I hear what That's you're brilliant. saying. You know, like the Jets had an amazing defense all year. You know, they came up big. Uh, they beat uh, yeah, a ton of times. Yeah, yeah first game. Um, you know, definitely a good team. But yeah, I don't see him going to New York. Though, that organization. Um, yeah. You know, not even considering it. Um, you know, it, I'm sure there are cer- there are certain organizations that he just wouldn't even talk to. Yeah, uh, I think guys are like that. I think guys have teams that they're like never, yeah. no matter like, what. You you know, like you've had, you know, you've met the owner or the GM or the coach or you know, they all know each other. And yeah, I mean, he's, you know, or, or he's heard stories or you know have a teammate who used to be coached or under that GM. Yeah. You know, it's, um, I mean, and he's been around for a long time. All right. Now we were talking, what is, I mean, okay. Now is he the oldest player in the league right now? Yes. yes, By far. Oh, by far. Who's, who's closest Um, to him? So I think, um, I kind of only took a snippet of the, the full list, but uh, Nick, uh, Nick folk, Mason Crosby, um, Mercedes Lewis, Joe Flacco, 38. We have Aaron Rodgers, wow. 39. Uh, Robbie Gould is 40. And then we have... Wow. So here we go, list. Oldest NFL quarterbacks. Of these, who do you think are going to retire this year? When I say their name, I'll say their name, their team, and their age. And I'll go from uh, from seven all the way up to number one. Okay. All right. So number seven, uh, Aaron Dalton, New Orleans, 35. Currently backup. You know, he would be their backup if he came back next year. I think he'll come back. Yeah. Uh, Brian Hoyer, New, uh, New England, 37. Backup. I think he'll retire. Yeah, and go be um, immediately be a be a consultant coach or something, yeah. or like an assistant quarterback coach or something. Yes, um, Chad Henney, Kansas City, thirty-seven, backup, uh, retired. The same with Hoyer, uh, Matt Ryan, Indianapolis Colts, thirty-seven. Oh, that's a good question. Um, um I'm, I'm I'm guessing he's. The backup, I'm not sure what. Well, I'm, well, so it's so funny. I situation think, would be. I think he may retire because he doesn't want to be a backup. But I think you're right. I think it's highly likely that he'll be a back. I mean, that he'll he he be a backup. But I don't see it. So I think maybe he can retire. Right now, he's listed third on their depth chart. Whew. All right. Number three, Joe Flacco, Baltimore, 38. Backup. Retire. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, 39. Don't think he'll retire. I think he should, but I don't think he will. Do you think he's going to stay with Green Bay? Or do you think he's going to try to get out? I think he'll stay with Green Bay. I think if he was going to get out, He'd have left already, and I think they should have let him leave. I think this year, if this year has shown Green Bay anything, it's that 
if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're if you're not even gonna make the playoffs, you might as well not have the young kids start. But clearly, they see it differently. Have you ever known a couple that argue and bicker all the time? Like they're deeply in love, but they just, for whatever reason, just can't ever get along. But they I've seen stay, it. They stay together for you know that that is the relationship of Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Like someone should just tell them, listen, you know, we're having an intervention. You know, the um, we're going to tear up the remaining contract. Green Bay, we're going to compensate you. You guys just go your separate ways. Well, that's because we've seen enough of this. Well, that's because some of those couples aren't um, they aren't productive. They're, you know what I mean? So the idea is and you know, you can do it and like uh, like the band Oasis. They would fight all the time. Yes. Yet they make make incredible music until the fights got to be too much. That is pretty much what Green Bay is now. There's and a the very idea, long list of uh, bands that yeah. you can say that for. And it's like they're. Oh, I, think- I was like, you guys are brothers. You guys make hit music and can't figure out how to not fight seriously. And maybe because uh, some people just get burnt out. Well, yeah. Well, and Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay's. They've given enough. I mean, they. The weirdest thing about Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, they act like Aaron Rodgers is thirty four. Yeah, but he's thirty nine, and. It's there's just no there's no reason there's no reason to think now after especially after this this year that they're gonna somehow reclaim glory, you know? Yeah, I think it's I mean I think it's I think it's time for them you know for them to for them to have that split and move on. But that's what's so weird about um, that I found about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is willing to go on TV. And show a lot of disdain for the for the team and the organization, and then just come back. You literally could go anywhere, and you sign a big contract for what? You're already. I think the the weirdest thing is right. Aaron Rodgers is the kind of player he's in a position where instead of signing a big football contract, he could figure out how to make that money somewhere else. He's not a third string quarterback in the league he's a huge star yeah i'm sure his like I'm sure his state farm money's probably bigger than bigger than his nfl check yeah he'll definitely if he wanted to he could get more endorsements like as long as he as long as, long as he stops talking about some of that crazy stuff um people might some companies yeah exactly like you know <laughs> bow to pressure and just be like i'm not gonna hire this guy he's a risk Exactly, but that's what's so weird about the the flip flopping with with the with uh, Green Bay. It's yeah. like he could go somewhere else and be six. It stands to reason he could go somewhere else and automatically be successful. Why not do that? But I think it is oddly enough. I don't think he. How should I put this? It's not that he's not as confident as Tom Brady overall. I don't think he really thinks he can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like Brady ever had any doubt that he could do it. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and, you were in the, and you've been in a position where you could do it, just like Brady did it, and you didn't do it, 
what is I don't know. You, you get what I mean, right? Yeah, it's well, like so I mean, just think of like recent examples. You know, Matthew Stafford, you know, changed teams very first year, got to the Super Bowl. Before that, Tom Brady changed yep. teams very first year, got to the Super Bowl. Yep. You know, these are veteran players, seasoned players. Like that's a pure example of you know. Peyton Manning, when he left, went to Denver, won a Super Absolutely. Bowl. Absolutely, you know there yeah. is yeah. life after you know your yeah you know your a long career in one place. Well, and especially if um, Aaron Rodgers compared to all those other teams, I mean all those other players that have, all the other players that have done it has been vocal about the organization. But like I said, but at the end of the day, he still goes. You know what? Let me resign. Let me get it. Let me sign another contract. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking. I'm sticking it out. And it's just, and I'm just like, yo. At some point, maybe you're sticking it out because you, because you don't want, you don't want the hassle of not being successful. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. It's like, it's one thing to be like, hey, I'm in Green Bay and I'm losing. It's okay, cool. But it's a whole other thing if he says. If he to act like the team's holding him back and then make the conscious effort to prove it by going somewhere else. And it's like, yo, I don't think he's got the I don't think he's got the cojones for that. Otherwise, why not do it? He could have got the same money that he's gotten at Green Bay, if not more somewhere else. But it's but it's that but it's that but it's that pressure. It's that knowing that more eyes are going to be on you and you don't want that heat. Yeah. You know, um, it's the, re- it's the, it's the thing. It's oddly enough. It will segue into coaching with the coaching curve. So I'm really disappointed that uh Harbaugh didn't come to the Broncos. It's one of those situations that it's like, I know they wanted you and I know they would have paid you whatever you wanted. So if you're not going to leave college, why, why interview with them at all? And plus, you're not going to win a championship in college. We know that. That's Michigan. That's not happening. I don't care I how good. Denver is better off without him. You know, um, there, there, are, there are a few other coaches I think would be a better fit than Harbaugh. Well, I think that well, the thing I like about Harbaugh is that he, uh, he does make um, – he does make uh, teams more successful when he gets there overall, eventually. I think um, compared to some of the other names I've heard, he's definitely one of the better names in it. Plus, it just it just seems like he's young enough where he will coach in the NFL again. I don't know why he why do the song and dance. You know what I mean? Especially if you can get paid whatever you want in the NFL. So, I mean, I think there are some college coaches who, you know, make bank, especially at the the big universities. But he's like lower, he's like lower top 10. He's not making that Alabama money. (laughs) I love that, that that Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) You know, now it's now it's a different kind of pressure, I think, in it. You know what I mean? In college. But the weirdest thing was when guys go to college after that, when guys leave the NFL to go to college, the weirdest thing to me is, hey, if if NFL teams want you, 
you go to them because college is going to always work. So Jim Harbaugh makes about $8 million a year at Michigan. And what is that? Like That's like number seven on the list or something, right? That's ninth, ninth See? on the list. Uh, above him, uh, Penn State, Ohio State, uh, Texas A&M, Michigan State, LSU, Georgia, Clemson, Alabama. Alabama money. Uh, yeah, and see, Matt Rule. $11 million. See, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Rule signed a – I think he signed a 10-year deal with the Panthers. Or something, something, or something, seven or ten, something, something crazy. It's like Harbaugh, you can make, you can make all that money for Michigan. You can make the money for the Broncos. It doesn't work out. You get fired. Then you go coach another college team, get the same check, and still get paid by the Broncos. It just seems like a win-win. So the um, Belichick is the second highest paid coach. Uh, so McVay, um, it says he makes like fifteen to eighteen million a year. Belichick's twelve okay. and a half. Uh, Pete Carroll's eleven. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's nine and a half. Um, John Harbaugh is nine million. Okay. Um, Matt Rule, eight and a half million. See, that's crazy. Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, and Sean McDermott, all $8 million. All make the same money as Harbaugh makes at Michigan. You know, I mean. Incredible. Bills, Bills, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh are consistently good. Um, So he'd have that sort of, like, Someone's going to pay him eight million or more, and he has to perform. Yeah, and I I don't think I mean to me um, I don't think it's a uh, I think if you're if you're interviewing with NFL teams, why? Like, are you just trying to get more money from Michigan? I mean, he probably wants to, you know, to hear him out. And I mean, I think in in business and in, you know, in life and careers, they recommend, you know, every once in a while, every couple of or work at a regular cadence, um, you know, take interviews with other companies just, you know, to see maybe even to see what skills you need to learn, you know, to keep competitive yeah. in the field you're in. Not necessarily to take the job, you know, you couldn't, you know, not necessarily have an interest in the job at all, but just to kind of, you know, maybe see what the, see what the other, per, the other team's doing. Um, so it might just be to kind of get his name out there to let other teams know next season and the season after that he's available and he's, you know, interested. Um, there's, you know, a whole bunch of reasons why he would take a meeting. Uh, maybe he wanted a free lunch. I'm sure that lunch was good. Yeah. 
Um, so um, Frank Reich is up <laughs> for a coaching job. I actually like him. Would you take him in Denver? Oh, I totally would. I think he got a bad – I think I think the cost this year, I don't think anybody was going to win with them. And he was just doomed to fail because of that. I mean, it's, it's another team that, you know, just they need a quarterback. You know, like once Andrew Luck retired, you know, early, you know, they've they've had – uh, just, just a whole bunch of different quarterbacks, none of whom have been great. You know, some have been good, some have been bad. Um, but I don't think, you know, I, I think I don't know. That, that team has a couple of issues, but they definitely they need to find a long term quarterback instead of buying journeyman for a couple seasons, hoping to squeeze something out of them um i think they're trying to land like the brady or the matt stafford that'll you know help well, the qb that'll help them get over the hump well highly enough they don't um, they don't realize Rivers, like, they're not indy's not at the top but indy's not at the top trying to get over the hump like they're still like they're like not even halfway up the hill yeah i mean the problem is philip rivers I think I think it would have served them better to probably have Philip Rivers play another year for them instead of bringing in Wentz and then Matt Ryan. Oddly enough, I don't know what's wrong with Wentz. It's just he got broken. Yeah, yeah, he's he's done. Like he shouldn't even yeah, be a he, backup. Yeah, he. It's just not, it's just not, it's not it. It's not happening for him anymore. But I mean, looking at, uh, looking at a team, looking at a team like them, I actually, I don't think they're bad as far as, um, I don't think they're as bad as their record shows. Though, I don't think, I mean, I think one of the only teams that's as bad as they look is Houston. I think everybody else kind of in the middle. I think, uh, Minnesota got exposed as frauds. Well, I think Minnesota is. So it's not that they're not good. It's just that at the end of the day, they're, they don't have a good defense. And against good teams, we knew. We knew that they weren't going to compete against good teams. Yeah. They're, I think their defense got lucky. You know, a lot of the times you with turnovers at the right time. But – uh, they didn't, yeah, they didn't have that in this game. I think if Brian Dable was their coach, they would have smashed the Giants. I would love to have Dable as the Broncos coach. He literally has, like, since he left Buffalo, Josh Allen looks a lot closer to what he looked like when he started, when he started his career. And now Daniel Jones looks a lot like what people wanted him to look like. It is quite impressive. You know, looking at the stats in the top of the league, uh, the Giants and the Vikings, the two teams um, 
that have a negative point differential like with it just it how do you how do you give up more points than you score and you're 13 and 4 like how does that happen that's because when you when you beat teams you score a ton and when you get beat you get killed <laughs> like literally but that's also with them, right? What is it? 11 games were decided by one score or something. And then you add a, and then you add a couple blowouts, a couple, uh, a couple blowouts that they lost. Yeah. They got, they got blown out by the Packers. They got blown out by the Cowboys. Um, they got blown out by the Eagles. Um. Yeah, and then there was a whole chunk at the very beginning of the season that were very, very close. Um, and then <laughs> I think after their yeah, – yeah, and then again, a three-points win by the Colts, three-point win against the Giants. Yeah. Um, you know, I think they, they played them during the season. I think, you know, the uh, – I'm not sure if Minnesota changed their plan at all. You know, Giants knew what they had to do. And I think uh, Barkley had yeah. an amazing game. And just every yeah. time I watch, he's just running over. You know, just there's one play. He just he ran like eight yards before someone was even like within two yards of him. Like the hole was so huge. I could have gotten a first down. Well, because they practically looking at. The Giants. They literally have Daniel Jones back there, pretty much playing a Josh Allen type of offense with with a running game. They're like, look, if you see it, if you see it open, throw it. Other than that, you'll run it and we'll switch it up and let Saquon run it the second they think you're gonna run it. And, you know, and they just like literally, they almost have Daniel Jones as the switch pace back. So um, the holes are going to be there against the holes are going to be there against a, um, a defense that's not high quality that doesn't that's, that just doesn't match up. Now this week, I don't I think it's going to be different. We'll talk about that, but um, it it it's the Giants show just how much coaching matters. So, like for instance. Because even though the Vikings had a great record this year, they don't seem like a better team to me than when Mike Zimmer was there. So it's just like I think they they got lucky on a lot of a lot of those wins. You know, a lot of those wins were the flip of a coin, and they just happened to get a lot of heads. Yep. You know. So now, so now, so I mean, I look at it. I mean, I think. Um, looking at the other coaching jobs, I think um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Mike Zimmer's name gets brought up again because they tend to bring dudes' names up from time to time for other for other jobs. Um, I think the Panthers could be a decent job. Um, I think at this point, would you consider the Panthers in rebuild mode? I mean, they have a couple of decent running backs, but, uh, 
you know, overall, they have a lot of question marks. Well, they also have some decent wide receivers. Um, If they have a good... And so one of the things that Matt Rule did, which is kind of interesting, is um, I don't... I don't know why... Okay, how should I put this? I think a team can lose a bunch of their games and still look good. But his team seemed to lose and look bad. And I'm and I wonder, like, I think when he got asked where it went wrong, and he said I took the wrong job or something. And I'm like, no, give me the real answer. What decisions did you did you incorrectly make that if you could remake those decisions, your team would be more effective? You know what I mean? Because sometimes I don't I don't think I don't think guys are bad coaches. I think guys can be bad fits for certain teams and certain types of players, you know? But I also think um, that, uh, what is it, Dan Campbell's first year? They lost a lot of games, but they looked really good. You know? And then this year, Detroit had um, lost some ga- lost a bunch of games this year, but not as many, and they and they looked even better, you know. And so that's what that's one of those things that I find inter- interesting, because I think uh, because I'm not ready to believe that Carolina sucks sucks, you know. Um, now the just like the Broncos, I don't think people should think the Broncos suck suck, because um, the Broncos are a uh, I think they're a good coach away from being good. If if Dable can go to the Giants and make them a playoff team and they can win a playoff game, I have no doubt in my mind that the right coach can go to the Broncos and do the same thing because the Bron- because I think the Broncos have more talent at the beginning of this season than the Giants did at the beginning of their year. If I were a QB, like... I just looking at these, you know, the, the different divisions and which ones are, you know, seemingly good and which ones are horrible. Like uh the the NFC South, you know, Tampa, Carolina, yeah. New Orleans, Atlanta, they're all, you know, mediocre teams at best. You know, AFC South, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, and Houston all you know mediocre to poor um you know jacksonville i think being the one example they're they're on the rise um yeah definitely but most of the you know maybe the nfc north you know it they're they're pretty weak you know it's as a quarterback like where would you want to go would you rather go to a weak division and you know be like brady you're eight, you you're you limp through a season at eight and nine and you still make the playoffs you know or you know would you want to go to you know if you're brady you know it was call back to that would you rather go like the afc west we are going to be competitive against some good quarterbacks, you know, that 
you might lose to, but it'll keep you sharp? Or would you rather stay in the NFC South, you know, kind of slumming it, knowing that next year you're probably going to win the division again, you know, finishing maybe nine and eight? Well, I think the I think the idea is you go to the team that gives you the best chance to win and or be in the mix. And if there's a t- and if that's the case, that has to be that has to be staying in the NFC South because you, because you don't because you don't have to play perfect. You could get you could you could easily get a couple more. It's it's highly more likely that you could win a couple more games in the NFC South than you can lose. But when you're but when you go to those other divisions and organizations. It's going to be different. The same way, like if you look at uh, okay, Russell Wilson left Seattle to go to Denver. He knew what was in. He knew what was in the AFC West. He knew. Um, he knew that they had Derek Carr, who you know was a capable guy, but they had Mahomes and Justin Herbert. He knew that, and he was like, "I'm gonna go anyway." You know, I'm gonna compete. I'm about winning, and it's like okay, but he also knows if he goes to a if he goes to the AFC South, it's different because you don't. Ha- it's not a gauntlet of it's not a gauntlet of quarterback play. You could you could potentially only lose one game in that division. You know what I mean? And so I think I think one has to consider. That. I I, I kind of look at it the way I look at when um, when basketball players go to teams that are stacked. It's just like, yeah, you go to a team that's stacked because, one, you don't want to work as hard. Why would you? And, and because of that, it makes it funner and easier. Winning makes everything fun and easy. Or easier to deal with. Yeah, and that's how, you know, and so that's how I look at it with them. Um, I think it's one of the craziest things about uh, – the Brady thing, and I'm talking about Brady going to Vegas. The, uh, like I'm like, yo, that it's different, buddy. Very different, you know. Um, but I do think also looking at some of the other teams, like the, uh, I mean, Arizona's going to be hiring a new coach. I think that might be the best job personally. I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sold on. Uh, Kyler Murray. Um, I'm. I'm not. I don't. Oh, think really? He's, I don't think he's the guy. No, no. I think no. I think basically, if you tell me that Kyler Murray is going to play for the next ten years and not receive a serious injury, you're telling me that he's going to win a bunch of games and be and have moderate. They have at least moderate success. Now, if now if we're going to argue that he's not going to uh, not going to um, finish out years and still have nagging injuries consistently, then I think that's then I think that's different. You know what I mean? But I think if he's healthy, he's going to be successful. You know, um, I don't think he's he's I don't think he's that kind of he. I don't think his talent. I think his talent translates more to winning than I'm, I'm super talented and we get blown out every week. 
But if he's hurt and he's like, yo, he's got a hamstring here and a groin there and a shoulder here and a fracture there, then yeah, I think it's, I, I don't think he's going to, um, he's going to live up to that number one uh, pick, you know? But that's why I think with the right coach, I think, um, well, because the idea too is, right? Nobody thinks, it's like, Cliff King, nobody thinks Cliff Kingsbury getting fired was a, uh, was a shock. So if that, so if it's not a shock that he got fired, then it stands to reason that with a better coach, he could, or a coach that fits Kyler better, surprisingly, I thought, Cliff Kingsbury would, but if a coach that fits him better and can get the most out of him, I see that being a good uh, a good match. I wouldn't be surprised if the next coach isn't a good fit, and maybe the next coach after that. Um, at a certain point, um, I wouldn't be surprised seeing him someplace else. Well, Kyler Murray's probably going to get uh, before he leaves the um the Arizona he's probably going to get the uh, what five or six maybe i mean if you look at it i mean Derek Carr who now revisionist history is is saying how the 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 raiders didn't treat him well in the end but it's just like yo he had like six coaches so now um Kyler Murray's, he's going to be on his second coach. He's going to get quite a few more coaches if, if it doesn't work. Justin Herbert, sadly, now will be on his third coach. Oh, sorry. He's, he's not a new coordinator. They didn't fire his coach, but yeah. they should have. And they're going to eventually. I don't know why they're pretending. It's like... The Chargers are one of those... Like To me, they're like Tennessee... Um, you know, they're, they're pretty good each year and they, they never win. You know, you, you get to the playoffs, yeah. maybe they win one, but then they lose. Cause chargers are going to charger as they you say, know, like always. Okay. Yeah. So this week, all right. So come all right, this week, yeah, this week, this week. Whew. Okay. <sighs> Who you got first game? Um, so Jags at Chiefs, um, you know, I the Chiefs have started slow in some of the games this year. Yeah. Um, I can see them, you know, having it being like 14-13 or something at halftime. Yeah. And then just kind of blow the doors off them in the second half. Yeah, I see. Um, I see it. I see it. it you know, it's, it's going to get ugly, you know, very – Early in the second half. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, they don't the char I'm mean, not the Chargers, the Jags lack the firepower, the consistent firepower. And I think it's going to be one of those kind of games. It's going to be, oh, so Kelsey has three touchdowns today. Cool. So when they play during the season, uh Kansas City won twenty-seven to seventeen. Um, Mahomes had four touchdowns and one interception. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had two touchdowns, no picks. 
And that's probably one of those games. If you watched it, it didn't doesn't look as the the score makes it look way closer. Yeah, it um so it, it was 20 to nothing um in the second quarter. Um and then yeah, he ended up being makes sense. So at the end of the third quarter is 27 to 10. And then they, they score a late touchdown in the fourth. And then that's it. Yeah, so no. All right, Kansas City. Next uh, next game. Giants at the Eagles. Um, I just, I don't want to bet against the Eagles. They've been just doing so great yeah. all year. And I just hate the Giants. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. Yeah, well, I think um, I just think the Eagles are a better team overall, period. And I don't think I think um, if the Eagles, I think if the Eagles score 14, 14 points and 17 points against the Giants and the Giants haven't haven't scored, can't keep up. That's it. You know what I mean? I don't think it's I, I think it's going to be one of those kind of games for them. Um where they might they might get blown out or constantly be on the verge to get blown out. So they played twice this year. When they played at New York, Philadelphia won 48 to 22. Yep. And then when they played in Philadelphia, it was 22 to 16. So they've blown them out and they've won a close one. Um yeah. I don't think anything has changed with New York. You know, Eli yeah. hasn't shown up with, yeah. you know, to do some, pull some, some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the thing, I think the thing that's going to help the Giants in this particular game in is, is that they have, uh, they played them twice and yeah. division games, division games are always different, but I just can't see. I mean, they're tough, but I just can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah. All okay. Right. So, and then on Sunday, 3 p.m., Bengals against the Bills. Okay, um, so. I'm very intrigued about this game. Um, I'm a Bills hater. Uh, I think <laughs> I think if the Bengals do what they're supposed to do, they can win. I know as a Pats fan, I'm supposed to hate the Bills, but, you know, just respect the game. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the well, the Bills. I think I think they have to win. I was just telling somebody um, the Bills rely on humongous yardage plays from Josh Allen consistently, and I just think when you play a team that doesn't allow that, you can't be successful. So it's just like, yeah, it's like oh, forty yard bomb to Stephon Diggs. It's like, yeah, okay. When you take those away and you take these big, huge chunk yardage run plays from Josh Allen, he starts to throw picks and isn't as as successful. They should have lost the game against Miami. They're going to have to play 10 times better to beat the Bengals. Yeah, I, um, this, I can see this being a matchup a lot in the future, kind of like yeah. uh, Patriots, Colts were for a very long time. 
Um, yeah, this is a, this is a big one. I think it it's it's going to depend on how many interceptions that Josh Allen throws. Yes, you yes. You know he, he's going to throw up three or four touchdown, you know, passes. But if he throws three picks to go with it, well, not cool. So, nope. um, you know, Joe Burrow is going to do what he does. Jamar Chase is just amazing. Yes. Um, you know they they have a plethora of talent on that team. Um, it's, uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Bengals are gonna win. Yeah, I got I, that. I think the, uh, I think the Bengals are gonna get back to the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that, that's definitely a next week topic. Goodness gracious. Okay. Last game is those, uh, Cowboys versus Cowboys. those Niners. The 49ers have been rolling. You know, um, um, the Cowboys, you beat up against uh, a below 500 team. That yep. The only reason they made the playoffs was because out of all the crap sandwiches in their division, their crap tasted the best. Yep. That is you know, it. like I'm not going to pat them on the back because they won a wild card game. Like I'm not like, giving them any yeah. shot. So beat the Niners. 49ers, you know, just they're going to just yeah. I'm not going to say destroy, but it's going to. I don't think it's going to be in doubt that yeah, the 49ers yeah. are winning that game. Yes, we're going to see a lot of dudes on Dallas on the sideline with that look of. I wonder what the yeah. beach is like right now. Everybody's gonna have that like. So we're gonna like, see. Oh, well, do, should we should we take a cruise? You know, one of the maybe go to Six Flags. Yeah, it's you know, gonna be a lot like. What, that, what are you guys yeah. doing in the off season? You know, you guys want to get like together. That. You guys play some yeah. golf. We're like, look, we'll get them next time. That's yeah. it's gonna be a lot of those. Yeah. So yeah. So all right, cool. That's it. Uh, week twenty in the books oh, let's get out of here I'm Isaiah I'm Mark and uh, shout out to Dan we'll be back sooner than sooner than later <laughs> alright we out <laughs>